Hey wrestling fans, this is Eddie Shepard, one half of the guys over at Wrestling Recommendations, telling you to check out our podcast. Each week, myself and my best friend Travis Lasseter dive in with a deep retrospective and watch along to some of our favorite matches. We have curated a list of over 200 plus matches spanning over 40 plus years. We take all those matches, we throw them into a randomizer, and the very next week, that's the match we cover. Check us out at Wrestling Recom on Twitter, R-E-C-O-M-M, and Wrestling Recommendations on Facebook. And you can find us wherever podcasts are available. And let us bring our wrestling recommendations to you. Hello and welcome back to the Wrestling Purist Podcast. My name is Ryan, alongside the reigning predictions champion, Jeff Hitman Hall. You know it. Yeah, um, you're going to be really sad when you drop that uh, title this weekend. Oh, geez. For for what? For For Rebellion. Impact. Uh, Not... Damn it. <laughs> and actually, you're lucky because Thursdays are, you know, impact day. So uh, you're at, I mean, we're recording. But by the skin of our teeth here, because we should be, because uh, we definitely should be watching Rebe- um, impact. But um, Re- uh, Rebellion is the 16th. So uh, fucking Sunday. It's weird. Anyway, um, main event is Steve Macklin versus Kushida for the vacant Impact World Title because of Josh Alexander's injury. So, yeah, what what, what happened with that? If you don't mind me asking, no, you're fine. It was, I saw he was injured. I just didn't hear. I didn't see like how or what or you know. No, and see now you got me all. It was because all I'm playing in my head is the. Um, is the clip from Impact where uh, he's given up the title and his kid, um, and his kid and his wife are in the ring? And I was I was totally expecting a work here. I was expecting somebody to come out and like you know, kick his ass in front of his wife and kid. Um, but no, it was completely legit. Um, he has a uh, torn triceps mu- muscle. So, um, so uh, I saw that too and thought the exact same thing. So that's why I was like, is this, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this we real? Are up. Is, is this a shoot? Or... Uh, look, this is the world that we live in, in that, in that we think that, oh, some, somebody's given, somebody's relinquishing a title in front of their family. Oh, they're going to get their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Is it real or is it fake? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so, he does so this reign um is the longest in tna and impact history um at 348 days so about um just uh uh just a little bit more than a third of um our very own tribal chief so Mm. you the twos it's it's really it's really crazy because he has the longest reign and he also has the shortest reign um, his, uh, the shortest range would be three minutes. Um, wow. that was when Moose, um, 
won the um, call your shot gauntlet and came in and beat him for the title, which is fantastic. But oh, damn, Moose getting fucking buried. Because why? Because why not? Moose hasn't done enough. Are you are you not entertained? And that's what The Undertaker says every time he steps into a WrestleMania ring. We're covering WrestleMania 33 today. Uh, unfortunately. Um, it's the greatest thrill ride, Jeff. Why aren't you more excited? I'm going to be honest. Before, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because I, I, I kind of didn't remember it. But then I was like, okay, I kind of do remember it. And then I got into it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, you had no idea. I it was one of those where I remembered in a bad way, like, oh, that's right, that's what all this BS is about. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, we had a um, I wouldn't say a a full like break from school, uh, because this past Sunday was Easter, so we had the Friday off and then the day after Easter off, so um, kind of had a nice little like four day weekend. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'll just start. I'll just start it on Monday. And I think that was when I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot that AJ and Shane kicked this show off. Oh, wait, I, I forgot Chris Jericho was on this show. Oh, wait, I forgot he was the U.S. champ. And, this is fucking six years ago. And that's th that was the gift that kept on giving um, the whole time I was watching this show, unfortunately. Yeah, so... Let's just get right in here. And not that it matters, we'll start with the uh we'll start with the pre-show. I know you probably didn't watch the pre-show, which is fine. Um no. Neville, also known as the Bastard Pack, um, is your current cruiserweight champion, um, retains over Austin Aries. Um, it goes almost 20 minutes, and this should have been on the main show. Um, it was actually pretty good. I mean, that um, I'm actually not surprised. Not at well, all. No, and I, I think I think the knock on Austin Aries has always been he's just kind of a shit person to work with. Yeah, I mean, and, he's a great, he's a great wrestler, but yes, yeah. Um, dare dare I say it? Had this been on the main roster on on the main show, it it would have been the match of the night. Wow. Um, yeah, I had to go. I had to go something else. <laughs> um, you had your under the giant memorial battle royal, won by um, won by Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dean Ambrose current intercontinental champion uh re retaining over baron corbin um i do want to go dean through some yeah dean ambrose and you said this before but i completely agree better wrestler than john moxley yes and we'll, we'll get into it um we'll get into it again later in the show but wwe chris jericho in better shape better tan better everything yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Just some of the names. I, I, I was 
trying to scan through who all was in this fucking battle royal. So Mojo Raleigh won, and I forgot this is this is the one with Gronk. Um, yeah, yeah. So he last eliminated Jinder Mahal. Yeah, of course. Oh, gender. Um, Primo, Kalisto, Simon Gotch, Heath Slater, Jimmy, uh, uh, Jay Uso, um, Goldust, Connor, the big Not show. Connor. I know, right? Good old big, big con. Uh, Victor. Uh, not, Connor, well, not Connor and Victor. Not, not, Con- not Connor and Victor. The they should have been like the Smash Brothers or something. No, they're the Ascension. Uh, let's see. Kurt Hawkins, R-Truth, Rhino is in this. Aiden English, uh, Curtis Axel, Jimmy Uso. Fuck, J- Jason Jordan and Chad Gable are in this too. Jason Jordan. Yeah. Um, J- Jason Jordan, um, I think I put it in our group. He actually produced um, the Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley match from this year's WrestleMania. For him. Good for yes, good for him. He's not getting enough love right now as a WWE producer. Um, he's a young guy, and he's doing a lot of great stuff. And that match is should should be a five star match. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get into that too much because then we won't finish this podcast tonight. Um, <laughs> but yes, look, the people that don't agree match. with us, um. They like to stay up late on you know Wednesday nights, uh, you know watch Kenny Omega while you know they pollate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, other notable names: Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Scene Car, Mark Henry. Um, I had to fucking look and see who this fucking person was. Tian Bing. Yeah. No idea. No. No clue. Um. Uh, let's see, Epico, Bo, Bo Dallas, Bo Lee, Bo Lee, baby, or um, Uncle ha- Uncle Howdy. Yeah, depending on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Apollo Cruz, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Luke Harper, uh, also known as Mister Brody Lee, Titus O'Neil, Sami Zayn, Killian Dane was in this. Killian Dane, oh man. And then the last eliminated Jinder Mahal and then Mojo won. So that was an order of elimination. So Killian Dane was in the final three of this thing. What happened to him? We got nothing for him. I mean, he's been bouncing around the Indies. You remember he was on an episode of uh, Rampage. Yeah, you're right. What's Um, What's his gimmick? I mean, what's his like uh, indie name or real name, I guess, or whatever he's going um, to have. Indie name's Big Demo. Big Demo? Yeah. Hmm. Nah, he used it when he was um when when he was still in the UK. Okay. No, no, that's why I figured he mm-hmm. went back to whatever his um you know, freedom name is. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um no, but he uh, lost to Sean Spears because why not? On the Indies? No, on his one match in friggin' Rampage. Uh-huh. Not Sean Spears. Perfect 10. <laughs> 10. 
Oh, 10. I do. I'm getting on him, but I, I do. I do actually love me some Sean Spears, Michael Ati. You re, you remember how over that was? <sighs> Damn it. Uh, yeah. Man, very over. Because he was over. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this cookie here. We got through the pre-show, gotten through the Andre the Giant Memorial cir- Circle Jerk. So, WrestleMania 33, April 2nd, 2017, from Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, a um, announced 75,245 in attendance for this. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, and with these shows, it's always tough to be like, oh, yeah, they made this much money because we have the network now at this point. Yeah, Yeah. I forgot about that. It's all right. It's all right. Show opens up. We get a cool – I thought the video package for this one was really solid. Um, It gives you – just enough to sink your teeth into kind of the main feuds coming into the show. Mm. Um, also going with the roller coaster theme. Let's talk about the stage here and the fucking fo- and the football field size ramp we've got going on here. So I was going to ask you about that because I know you said uh, WrestleMania that just happened was your favorite stage of all time. I think you said yep. that. I don't know. I don't want to miss. I did. Okay. I did. But going back looking at this one, I thought this one was really good as well. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess maybe they don't I mean, maybe they don't have a bad one per se, but but I you know, I thought this one remember as I watched this, remember you saying that. I, yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's actually not that bad either, you know?" So I'll say with the roller coaster going in the background or well, I mean, the illusion of it going in the background and Yeah. Um, I would say that this is definitely at least a top three or four. Um, I still think the 39 one was so well done. Yeah. It goes with the theme. It's mm-hmm. age. It was just perfect. This is really great. My only hang up is the, is the ramp. You know, too big, too, too, too big, too furious. Uh, see, I disagree. Um, I'm a mark, and I think the bigger, the better. So, I'm fine with the I'm fine with a long ramp. This thing was overly long. Like you had, I forget which one of these opening matches, but they were half like they were halfway through like their theme song, and they were halfway down the ramp. And it's like, oh, uh, so we're going to show you the other half of this video package now. And, oh, you know what? It was the it was the KO Jer- Jericho match. KO's coming out and about halfway to like three quarters of the way down. They're like, oh, and check out how we got here. And then they show the video package. And yeah. then it, it, it's just and then we'll get to the Undertaker later, which is entrances are always yeah, like. Seven minutes too too long, but um, when you have to have a cutout in the middle of the stage for you to come up to cut your entrance in half, might be a little too long. That's very uh, that's a true assessment. 
So we do get um, our host for this one, The New Day, uh, welcoming us. They've got their ice cream cart. Um, outfits inspired by Final Fantasy. Uh, and then we go to our opening contest. It is um, just a straight-up wrestling match here. Um, wrestling. And and I'm going to... I'm going to be honest with, with you here. Uh, so we've got AJ Styles taking on, um, take, taking on, don't, uh, I'll just cut to it. Shane, Shane O'Mac, Shane, Shane McMahon. All right. And I enjoyed this match. So good. Good. No, you're good. Um, Shane was prepared for this. He had been kind of on and off um, over the last, I'd say, year or two, just being a just being an in-ring talent. Now, here's the other thing: Does he belong in the ring? Now, you could have taken any other any one of those other other Jamooks that were on the pre-show and just stuck them in here, and it would have been fine. Um, Shane was ready for this. AJ could wrestle a broom and it would be at least a three-star match. This was well done to the point that Shane McMahon, and this is and this is the storytelling as well, that Shane knew what kind of competitor AJ was and had to pull out the stops, pull out the big moves, uh, pull out the shooting star presses, the coast to coast, um, and and he knew what was what was going to happen, um, and God damn it, <laughs> this is this is really close to like match of the night for me. Um, but this was good. The only thing that I was struggling with was the commentary because oh. they. Were- well, just, yeah. they just kept on putting Shane over like he was some real, like actual fighter. Like, mm-hmm. look at these punches. Look at these. I'm like, oh, like yes, I get it, guys. But you're acting like, and again, that's their job, so that's that's fair. But they're acting like this guy's a real deal fighter. You know, like he's the second coming of Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley or something. Like, oh, hold on, everybody. He's not a bad wrestler. Give Shane his due. But, man, can we stop? Excuse me. Can we stop acting like he's uh, Brock Lesnar or like a shooter? (laughs) It was just. Can we please stop, like, having him throw these? Really shitty fan, fan, uh, you know, phantom punches. Yeah, it was just chapping my ass so much. Jeez, grind your gears that that bad, huh? Yeah. Um, spoiler alert: this is my match of the night. Jeez. Um, look, it, it was okay. I this match is not great. It's not perfect, but again. It shows how great and how fantastic of a talent AJ Styles is. And here's the best part. This match had a build and a story within the match. And it did. It, it did. It did. Yeah. 
And look, I wasn't a fan of we've already talked about, you know, the Shane O'Mac over the top offense, like like he's some kind of badass. I'm not a fan of the ref bump because that spot didn't have to happen. The only reason it had to happen is so we could get a trash can in the rain to do the coast to coast. Didn't have to happen. Okay. Commentary was okay, awful the entire night. I'll go ahead and say that now. There wasn't um the only thing good about commentary the entire night is that JR comes out for you know the main event. Yeah. And it takes him a day and a half to get down the fucking ramp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, so somebody put my fucking misery. Yeah. So getting down there, I mean. I mean, so in terms of is is this match great? No, but in terms of what else is on this card, um, AJ made Shane look like a credible guy, and and it it looked great. Everything that there was there was a reason for every spot. It wasn't a it it wasn't we're standing around waiting for spots to happen. Yeah, it's spot for spot here. Um, I'm not going to gush about this because just as many things as I'm saying positively about this match, I could probably say negatively about this match as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but again, like, it wasn't terrible. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, AJ does win. And I think... Um, I think the story is what puts it over the top for me for this one, because the only other match on this card that has the storyline to put this over the top. I mean, you could argue, I mean, you could argue Rollins triple H a little bit later in the show. We'll get to that. Um, You could argue Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho. We'll talk about here in a moment. But, and it's one and two for me with match of the night for those two. Um, uh, again, this one just put it just a little bit over the top for me, mm-hmm. and it, and and it's that AJ Styles is top notch still, and I know he wasn't at Mania because he had you know the broken elbow, so hopefully he's back soon. But look. AJ Styles could wrestle friggin' Omos, and he did, and it mm-hmm. wasn't terrible. Okay, so don't forget about AJ when he comes back and he's a world champion again. I'm gonna happen. Oh, fair assessment. Um, but yeah, uh, we will move on here. Lost my notes here. Just a second. Fuck, Ryan. You know, it'd be nice if I just had everything in order, right? Boop, 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 boop. There we go. Yeah. Up next, we have uh, we have Chris Jericho, your current uh, United States champion, taking on uh, KO Mania himself to be Kevin Owens. Um, this was one of the top pairings for 
months and months on end. You had Chris Jericho. This is the height of the list. Um, yeah. They were inseparable. And then, um, God, I think it was, what was last month? No, not TakeOver. Oh, Fast fast Lane. Fast Lane was when the main event was Kevin Owens defending his Universal Championship. Remember that? Universal. Um, (laughs) Um, And he lost to Goldberg. Uh, in 22 seconds. Yeah. And granted, that's Goldberg's shtick at this point. Um, the main thing here is that um, we had already kind of gotten the Festival of Friendship. It had already, you know, the turn had already happened. Um, so Jericho's music hits right as the bell rings the fast lane. Uh, goal. So Goldberg wins. That's setting up this match uh, for the United States Championship. Um, go ahead here, Jeff. What did you think of this one? I thought it was a good match. KO's definitely not over in the KO he is now, so it's cool. It was cool going back to see going back to see that. I touched on it earlier. Jericho's really good in this match. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, really good, but doesn't look like shit, isn't doing the lazy wrestling just to get by, has a tan, looks the part, is selling, he's not a wizard yet, or uh, whatever the hell he is or isn't yet. Um, so again, not not a terrible match by any means. I, th- I thought KO was doing a little too, uh, just a little too much. Talking like, oh, you were never my friend. I hated you. I you know, a little too much of that, but mm-hmm. not awful. No, and that's the one thing this does have going for it um, is that Jericho's actually in working shape here. Um, he's not in leather pants. He's not falling into vats of mimosa. Um, he's not how ha- he's not too busy putting over fucking Claudio. You know. He's not falling off a cage onto a um, king size mattress crash bed for everybody no, he, to see. <laughs> he's got fucking Jericho here, okay? And um, th- this had I I, I kind of wished, and I know we're gonna get another match with these guys next month. Mm-hmm. Um. I kind of see WrestleMania though as like the feud ender, you know, like you've had a feud for a little while. Yeah. And I know that's kind of hot, hot shot in the feud here. So I'm kind of working against my own argument here. Um, this should have been like a um, no disqualification or should have been like a street fight or anything yeah. um, to kind of play off the fact that this feud is coming to a boiling point. But I think for it not being excessive in that, um, I thought I thought it was well done. Yeah. Um, I wanted there to be more like I wanted there to be more hatred between them, you know. And it just seemed like 
it was a match. Yeah, because because it, it wasn't real. You know, I mean, which which I mean, what hatred is real in wrestling now? But you're right. You're not wrong for that. Um, I did really enjoy the spot. Um, where um, we're to the end of the match. Um, KO goes for the pop-up power bomb, and Jericho counters into a code breaker. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> Jericho goes for the pin, and KO gets the rope with one finger, and commentary he- like creaming their jeans over there because he got one finger. Stop. Uh, they were being too much, but that's a great spot. That's a great spot. The spot is great. The commentary still got awful. Mm-hmm. Folks, not getting better with that. All. So, um, the the finish was kind of weird because, um, because you know we get to the outside and Ko hits the um, apron bomb or the apron or the power bomb on you know the apron. And just rolls him back in and pins him. It was kind of, eh, I mean, yeah, it was fine, but it it, it could have been. And that's where that's where it kind of loses a little bit for me is that the hatred there would have been like maybe do like three or four of them and then roll him in and pin him, yep. and that would have worked towards the heat of the feud, the heat of the storyline. And it would have worked as a good finish. Whereas you just hit one, you roll them in. It's kind of a transition move at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but KO does win. He is the uh, United States champion. Um, I don't think he has it for long, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I really think he drops this rather quick. So you don't have to look. Fucking scumbag, I know. It's all right. Uh, well, let's see. Kevin Owens won a SmackDown. Okay, yep. So um, it would last. Oh, so they pretty much just trade off the belt here for a little while. Um, so KO wins it here. Um, Chris Jericho wins it. Um, so that reign is only 28 days. Wow. Um, Chris Jericho drops it back to Kevin Owens um, after two days because Jericho had won it at Payback and KO won it on SmackDown. And then it would be 60... Oh, God. This fucking title. Goodness. And maybe it's just because I'm used to Gunther's reign now being... I, I, I was just about to touch on that. Fucking as long as it has. But... Okay, so it went from KO to AJ. Uh, KO had it for 66 days. AJ had it for 16 days, dropped it back to KO. Kevin Owens had it for two days, dropped it back to AJ. And then we get into some longer ones here where AJ held it for 75 days, dropped it to um, Baron Corbin. Um, Yeah. Corbin held it for 70 days, dropped it to Ziggler. Ziggler held it for nine days. 
Um, this was when Dolph Ziggler put the title in the ring and left. Ah, uh, yeah. God, this yeah. thing's a hot potato. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't get any better. Um, Bob, Bobby Roode win, wins it. He keeps it for 54 days. We're at the beginning of 2018 now, by the way. Um, he drops it after 54 days to Randy Orton. And then 28 days, he drops it to Jinder Mahal at Mania 34. Jinder Mahal keeps it for eight days before dropping it to Jeff Hardy, uh, who would keep it for 90 days, which is the length of every suspension he's ever had. So oh, I Jeff Hardy. <laughs> the enigma. <laughs> He shares charismatic. So I really don't know what to think of this United States championship at the moment. It really sounds like it's not, it's not a championship is a plot device, but that's the other thing. It's not a plot device because it's not driving any story. It's just a storyline that just happens to be, Oh, so you're, so you're the champion. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, we can, we can put it on the line, I guess. Yeah, uh, you're hitting the nail on the head there, bud. Yeah. So, but again, Saul, it was it was a it was a good match, for sure. Um, this is also the match that um had Jer that um Jericho blames uh for the reason that he left WWE. This match. Yeah, he hated that this match went on second and wasn't a bigger deal considering it was a long-term storyline. Well, I mean, he's booking his own wrestling now, so he's good. But yeah. um, Jericho has also said that originally the Universal title was going to be on the line here since Kevin Owens held that title, uh, but then WWE decided to have Goldberg be KO for it. Um, so... Moving on here, uh, we get a commercial for Payback, uh, which is later this month. Video package for the Women's Championship match. And then we go to that match. It is uh, it is Bayley uh, defending her Raw Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair, the Queen, Nia Jax, she hurts people, and Sasha Banks, also currently known as Mercedes Monet. Oh man, it's crazy how immobile Nia Jax is. Holy shit. Yeah, um another thing I realized too is Bailey's in like way better shape here than she is now. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't wanna we're not body shaming or whatever, but I'm just saying like she's in really good shape here. Uh, Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair. She's the greatest women's wrestler of all time. She showed it here in this match. It's not even close. Not a huge fan in this match. It was actually good once it finally got down to Bailey and Charlotte. It was just one on one. That like like that actual portion of the match was good. But everything else was, you know, eh. Oh, yeah. This is definitely an elimination match. Whoops. 
Yeah. Um, Nia Jax lasts just over four minutes. Um, they all um, three pin her, um, confirming that she is indeed large. Um, again, we don't we don't we, we don't body shame here. All right. I mean, that's what that's what you know. In a you match can work, like you this, can work. In in a match like this, that's typically what happens. The three average sized com- competitors gang mm-hmm. up as a trio to defeat the larger opponent. It happens. Also, Nia Nijax. So there's that. Um, so yeah, that was just over four minutes. Um, and then we get Charlotte who um kicks Sasha Banks into the 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 exposed turn turnbuckle. Um so we get Sasha's eliminated. So it is down to Bailey and Charlotte Flair. And my whole thing with this is if it's gonna be an elimination match or you know a four a four way dance, if if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. this had this should have gone longer. And I think what what this match suffers from is the start and stop flow of everything that's going on. And I think with this match only being under 13 minutes, I really don't think you have enough time to build everything you want to build for this match to be a success. Yeah, because at that point you're almost having two matches in the one, you know, three, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and, again, once you finally got got down to the to the point of to the part of Sasha, I mean, like I said, Charlotte and Bailey, it was good, but it was just going around the bend to get there. Yep. And every time you were sitting there and you were watching it and you're waiting for them to like get to the next gear or get to the next level. Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody gets pinned. So then momentum completely stops and then you have to rebuild it again to get there. And then somebody else gets pinned. And it was just a cycle that happened until the match ended. And it, it was, it was meh. Um, Bailey wins. She retains, um, she hits um, the Macho Man style elbow drop on Charlotte. I honestly thought Charlotte was going to kick out, um, but I was like, "Oh, holy shit!" All right, yeah. forgot about it. Yeah. Again, it goes. It was just anticlimactic, just the way that it ended. Very similarly to the Jericho KO finish, where it was just a move that. It's typically kicked out of now, and then it's the finish. With this, same thing. It's just an elbow drop. People kick out. Match keeps going. Um, this was this was the finish. Yeah. Mm. Um. So Bailey is celebrating. She's over there with the commentary team. I'm like, I don't care because their commentary has been good all night. I'm with you. Um, yep, this is... I, I can already tell you this was your favorite part of the show. Um, 
so we had the video package air for the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, this year's group um, consisted of Diamond Dallas Page, Rick Rude, Teddy Long, uh, Beth Phoenix, Kurt Angle, um, Warrior Award recipient Eric Legrand, former former Rutgers player, and um, Jeff, who was the tag team inductee this year? <laughs> it is one of the greatest tag teams of all time with one of the greatest managers of all time. Well, well here, I'll take it back. He wasn't their manager, but I mean, he inducted them. That would be the Rock and Roll Express, brother. And damn right. And guess what? Still still going strong. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, with, with James E. Cornette, Jim Cornette to all you layman's fans, and he is the cult of Cornette. There you go. Um, up next, we've already got the titles hanging above the ring. Um. So it is a three-way uh, tag team ladder match, uh, Shades of WrestleMania X7 coming up here. Um, so we do have uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, uh, your current champions, uh, defending their Raw tag team titles um, against uh, We Don't Set the Bar, We Are the Bar, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Enzo and Cass. So we get Enzo and Cass out. Get their whole spiel. Uh, the the bar get their whole spiel. Um, we get the um, we get the we get the champions to come out, and then we get the new day that come out. Um, and they, uh, you know, Biggie says that they've just received word that this is now a fatal four way ladder ladder match for the titles. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, who could it be? And they're in their ring gear. Um, Woods Woods, and Kofi, and I think Biggie was too, but um, they take like two or three steps for, forward and then... This is a great spot. This is a great spot. Dude, This, as far as WrestleMania pops go, or WrestleMania surprises even, and still just separate it, um, we get the return... Of Matt and Jeff, the Hardys, um, just a just a chill-inducing pop. Um, nobody saw this coming. They were just in Ring of Honor. Um, they're now they're right now on their expedition of gold. So um, I don't think you went COD, but I know me, my cousin Sydney. I know Pat. Pat went. I can't remember if Matt went, but we literally had just saw them two weeks before that at mcw you know at joppa and you know they were they were all the promotion tag team champions at that point they just had everything all the belts so it was oh, wild yeah. seeing them there and then two I, I, it, it, i'm telling you it was close it, it, it couldn't have been longer than a month and then later seeing them back in wwe so i do want to point this out so this pay-per-view was on April 2nd. Um, mm -hmm. The night before, so, I mean, they were, they were in the same state. But um, Matt and Jeff Hardy um, 
at this point are your Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Um, they actually dropped the titles to the Young Bucks on their way out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, they had, yes, they had the series of matches, which when Ring of Honor was actually good. So, so and, good. And then, oh, um, again, everybody, sorry. It was good before the Young Bucks got there. So don't let anybody lie and tell you that. This card is good too, but go ahead. But yeah. The, um, the, uh, the yeah. Ring of Honor card? Yeah. Can you can you run through that now since you this said would it? Be, this would be Super Card of Honor 11. Opens up with Marty Skrull uh, versus Adam Cole for the Ring of Honor World Television title. You've got Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser taking on uh, the Kingdom. That would be Matt, Matt Taven and Vinny. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, the Briscoes and Bully Ray. Uh, versus Hang Hangman Page and God for the Ring of Honor Six Man Championships. Uh, oh, oh wait, it gets a lot better. Um, Jay Lethal versus Cody in a Texas Bull Rope match. Yeah, like and 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 damn it, now I'm gonna start shooting. And this is what I'm talking about. Like this is the shit that I'm talking about. Are you 2017 wrestlers wrestler watchers? That you could have bought a fucking ticket for $30, 20 for general admission, $30, $45, 40 actually to sit up front and to watch all of this. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Um, and then now, now we're watching Kingston, uh, 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 Claudio, which that's Claudio is great, but you know, Sakazaki and Athena, get the hell out of here. Um, three way tag team match, uh, Motor City Machine Guns versus uh, the versus Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara and the Rebellion. Can you guess who the two members of the Rebellion are? No, get just going late on me. Um, Shane Taylor and Rhett Titus. Damn it, <laughs> Rhett. Yeah. Um Punishment Martinez versus Frankie Kazarian. That's see another WWE star. Yep. Bobby Fish versus Silas Young. Uh Dragon Lee and Jay White versus Will Ospreay and Volador Jr. Listen uh, to the listen to this Ring of Honor car. Yeah. Um, Christopher Daniels uh, is your Ring of Honor world champion at this point uh, versus Dalton Castle. And then uh, the main event, Ladder War 7, that would be uh, the Hardys defending their tag titles versus the Young Bucks. Young Bucks win. I got No Chris Jericho? No. <laughs> no. Uh... No Chris Jericho, no Kenny Omega. How do they have a? How is there? Like, um, while while we're on this, uh, I know I'm submarining the show. Can we get Dave's star rating for these matches, please? I'm I'm already pulling it up. Please, thank you. I know I know you too too well to yeah. to not do it. Uh, so this is super card. Get, of get ready for three point seven five, four point two five. Like, uh, let's see, 11. So, okay, so here we go. Um, 
Let's see. I just worked out of it. Give me two seconds here. Yeah, as as always, guys, we're here to deliver the content. Um, the main event, Hardy's and the Young Bucks got four and a half stars. Surprise, surprise. Imagine that. Um, Dragon Lee, Jay White tag match got four and a quarter. Um, everything else is under that. Yep. And that's that's what I figured. But guarantee you now, if these matches were on TV now or Ring Honor now, this this Young Buck match, if this if it was on AEW, it'd be a five star match. Guarantee you. Of course it would. Jeez. Piss me off. Show's over. Um, ring him on a rest in peace. Yeah. The third night. What's the third night here? I'm tr- oh, holy shit! And then the next month they had, um, they had, they had War of the Worlds, um, which is even another level on top of what card we just went through. And I'm trying not to sub to submarine this. No, but fuck it. Just, just WrestleMania isn't any good. Go ahead. To Jeff's point, oh yeah, sorry. Side note: the Hardys win. Um, it's only eleven minutes. It's a it's a fine ladder match. It's fine. Um, so this was the pay per view, the next pay pay per view for Ring of Honor. So it's war. It's War of the Worlds. So let's get this: Dalton Castle versus Bobby Fish, Kushida, and Silas Young. Hangman Page versus Frankie Kazarian. War War Machine versus Los Ingobernables de Japón and Search and Destroy. Uh, Jeff, any guesses as to who Search and Destroy are? Uh, no. Chris Sabin and Jonathan Gresham. Um, who's in the LIJ? Who is it? Evil and Sonata. Okay. Is it still 20? Yeah, it's still 20, 2017. No, that's fine. That's what I thought it was going to be. Um, Will Ospreay versus Jay White. Um, the uh, the Briscoes and Bully Ray defeated Chaos, so that would be Trent Beretta, Hiroki Goto, and Rocky Romero. Marty Skrull versus Matt Seidel for the Ring of Honor television title. The Young Bucks versus, versus Bushi and, and Tetsuya Naito for the tag titles. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Adam Cole. And then the main event is Christopher Daniels versus Cody and Jay Lethal. Three-way match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Okay, star rating. Uh, Let's see here. And this is... All I need to to know is the highest star rating in what match. Because everything else after, after that doesn't matter. 2017 day three. Um, fuck you, fucking computer motherfucker. Okay. Um, would you be surprised if it wasn't the young, the young bucks? I actually wouldn't because the, the again they hadn't reached the height of their powers yet. <laughs> Their powers. Um, Will Ospreay versus Jay White, four and a half stars. Mm. 
go figure that it's a that it's a Jay White match. Go fucking figure. Anyway, back to WrestleMania 33. God, I hope you're still listening. If 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 you can only see just Jeff's body language right now, it, it's just another level when we talk. And look, the other reason we don't cover more Ring of Honor on this show is 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 because the app is awful. Yeah, but now we need to. We oh need yeah, to, now yeah, listen, we just need to grit through it. We need to do God. I need to put in with the proper authorities. We need to have a Ring of Honor like m- month, like just nothing but Ring of Honor all all month. I and think we can we, make that happen. Yeah, we can just do it that way. I'll go ahead and pull some strings. Um, I'll see what I can do. I'll talk. I'll talk to the boss. Oh man. Um. God, um. The more and more I actually watch this pay per view, you're right. This ramp is ginormous. Yes. It's uh, and I I still love it, but boy, this thing is huge. Look, it's it's a it's a gorgeous stage. Okay, the ramp is almost half the length of the entire stadium. Yeah, it, I mean, I love it. I still love it. I wouldn't change it for the bonkers. world. It's ginormous. Um, Michael Cole with another um, commentary spackle of gold here. Things are about to be broken. He's the worst. Yeah. He's actually been better since Vince actually hasn't been to his ears. Who knows for how long now, but he's been he's been okay. Um, but yeah, this is your typical WrestleMania ladder match. Um the Hardy's one, which is a feel-good moment. This really picked up the card, I think. Um, I mean, it would only get worse, but I mean, it. This is as as far as what you would consider like a WrestleMania moment. This is as close as you're getting on this show. Yeah, sad, but yes. Yeah, it, it's crazy to think that um, a tag team match. A four-way tag team match right in the middle of the card. That's the best WrestleMania moment on here. The fact that it's a ladder match, you get intrigued, but then it's the Hardys and they return, and the pop is deafening. Like that is WrestleMania yeah. moment. It's it's great. It's great. The match was fine. You just want there to be more. Now you look at the guys that are in this match, okay? Um Gal Gallows and Anderson in 2017 aren't taking any crazy lad, ladder spots. Um Enzone Cass not taking any crazy ladder spots. Um Matt Hardy should not because at this point he's uh he sh- were a couple years out from him having to have his tailbone fused to his spine. Um yeah. Matt I can't remember the date exactly, but he, I know now, has his tailbone fused to his spine. I'm going to do that. Well, wrestling to do that, slash 
uh, all the bumps that they've taken will do that. Yeah. And he's still taking bumps. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, Cesar and Sheamus are, you know, are, you know, professionals. They'll probably take a spot or two. And then you got the Hardy. So when you look at a ladder match with this group of, in, uh, of individuals, it's, it doesn't get you too excited. Um, but then you have the Hardys in there and it's excitement through the roof. It was, it was great. It was great. Again, match fine. Let's see here. Oh, I fuck. Video package for John Cena, Nikki Bella versus Ms. Maurice. Um, I will say the promos for this um, made this match way more important than it had any right to be. Well, because John Cena and the Miz are absolutely great on the microphone. Yeah. But this match is fucking... Oh, okay. Can I jump on this thing? So, uh, give me, two, give me, oh, give me two seconds here with this thing. Um, so we get Jerry Lawler at ringside. Why? He's calling a match. No one cares. Um, Al Al Roker from the Today Show, guest announcing for this. Uh, he calls himself Chocolate Thunder. Don't know why. Um, Ms. and Maurice come out. Um, Nikki Bella and John Cena come out. Um, I'll go ahead and ask it. Is this a match? No. This is a fucking shit show. This is... This is... John Cena and Nikki Bella kissing longer in the ring than they actually wrestled. This is a circle jerk for them to have their fans and their family there and they're just kissing each other all in the ring and she's getting proposed to. It's a crock of fucking shit. Um, now, let me ask you this, Cod. I, I remember this, but I don't remember this. Was, it, was this a shoot proposal? This was real? This was real, but they never got married. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. That I know, but this is bullshit. Like, we're going to give them time because it's John Cena, so they're going to get time so they can have a match and get married and do all their moves together and do all this bullshit. And then after the match, they're going to be able to hold hands and kiss their family. And, like, it's such fucking bullshit. It's such bullshit. Like, complete circle jerk. And, and that's, in, look, that's I, exactly what it is, too. You're right. And we're not going to fucking say anything more about this match. I'm sorry, it's not a match, but we're not going to say anything more about this bullshit. So it is spoken. Uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella win. Proposal. Moving on. Video package for Triple H versus Seth Rollins. Um, I think the one moment to remember about the build for this is Seth Rollins just appearing in street clothes in the middle of a takeover. <laughs> Um, I thought it was fantastic. Um, if I remember correctly, because I didn't write it down, I think this was the it, it, it wasn't Takeover or Orlando, it wasn't a night before because that wouldn't make much sense. Um, it was now I gotta put San Antonio was in January, so probably that, yeah, okay, so good, so. Good, good you know, research by our by our research team here at the Wrestling Purist Podcast. Um, so, 
Uh, NXT TakeOver San Antonio. Um, so this is uh, at the end of January. This is the one right before the Royal Rumble, right after the United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Might cover that one day. Um, so we are right before the Women's Championship match and the NXT Championship match. Um, Seth Rollins comes out, calls out Triple H. Um, Triple H orders security to get him out of the building. Um, gets carried away. Um, super cool spot. I I love it. Going back to where it all to where it all began, you know. And I'm just really upset that the match was a hot piece of garbage. This Seth Rollins Triple H match. I was not a fan. It was fine for what it was. Well, let's well let's get there. Um, we hit the Triple H uh, WrestleMania entrance coming out on his trike. Um, uh, Trips was smart here. He said, "Listen, I'm not walking down that ramp the whole way, and I'm damn sure not walking it with my wife down." And she she ain't walking it either, bud. Goddamn right. So guess what? That's a win for Trips there. Um, yeah. The police is- in front was a good was a great touch. Yeah. Um Triple H is twenty first WrestleMania match. So uh God, it just sucks that he's actually finally done and didn't get a send off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um I'd love for him to be able to edge, you know, just have one maybe just one match, maybe, you know, ever again. Um I'm sure he's done because anytime you start having heart problems and this that and other, you're probably done, but and he should be, but yeah. So the build up to this was good, really good. Yeah, yeah. This this whole deal and Rollins getting hurt was real. I, didn't J- Joe hurt Rollins? Right. Uh, if, if memory serves that sounds me, about right. I'm a mark. If memory serves me correct, um, Joe put him in a sleeper and kind of like jumped on behind him and kind of just like, you know, like pulled it, like just put his weight down and it tore up his knee. If memory serves me correct. But yeah, I'm passing over to you, the research team. Go ahead. Okay. So yeah. So triple H going back and just watching this man, triple H doing this thing and you got Stephanie McMahon just in all leather. I mean, what else do you need? This is great. Trips is great. Um, I hate research them. team got back to us. Um, yes, you are correct. Um, so it was on an episode of Raw. Yep. Rollins getting in Stephanie's face, calling out Trip, uh, Triple H. Sorry. Um, Rollins gets ambushed from behind by the debuting Samoa Joe, yep. chokes him out. Um, this would come into play later. Uh, Rollins would face Samoa Joe at next month's payback. Would also give Samoa Joe his first um, loss on the main on the main roster. So, yep. Take that for what it's worth, because he'd come to face with many more in his main roster term. Triple H is just in his element here. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Uh, Seth Rollins, this whole Kingslayer deal, I'm all about. Yes. 
I loved every minute of it. This Seth Rollins is great. Don't get me wrong. This new Seth, well, not new, but this, you know, just overtime adaptive gimmick is new. Rollins is great. It is. But man, it's nothing like this older, not older, geez, he's not old, but this pre, uh, um, you know, all the iterations of Seth Rollins. Like I said, this King Slayer gimmick is good. Triple H looks like fucking $2 million. Um, now, again, he, he's on all the HGH, trust me, you can possibly have. I guarantee you that. But, mm. but yeah, so good. Spoiler alert. This is my match of the night. <laughs> uh, this is my match of the night because, one, it's my opinion. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. And two, this is my match of the night because I love the build up to all of this. And it was so good. Um, Stephanie, Triple H, Seth Rollins, personal shit, you know, to some extent, it's great. And yeah, my match of the night. What's a you, Cod? Um, it was fine. I think this match could have been about seven to eight minutes longer. Seven to eight minutes shorter, sorry. God damn, I couldn't do another seven to eight minutes. Um, I really enjoyed the finish. Um, good on Steph for taking that table spot. Um, the last two minutes of this was really great. Um, they did some cool weapon spots and you know, weapons using or spots using the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just kind of there though. Like there wasn't, he was fine. Um, slow in parts um i do i do agree though um the build to this um the rollins nxt spot was really great also rollins is wearing black and gold for this match which is another great touch yep um um, but you hit the nail on the head this is triple h in in his in his element um it's a 20 plus minute match. Um, weapons are involved, sledgehammers involved. Um, now, second year in a row, Steph's taking a big spot at Mania. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a Triple H match. Yes. And Especially at this point in his career. It's not bad. No, 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 not at all. It's just not great. Well, that's fair. You know, and, and it's, look, I'm I'm not saying be, because this is a common I've noticed it's a common complaint of mine and I'm gonna and I'm going to address it. There's always at least one match on like each card we review or every other card where I'm like this match goes X amount of minutes too long. Okay. When I say that and when I bring that up, there are points in the match where they're stalling or there's too much powdering or you're in a rest hold for fucking three to three to four minutes. Um, somebody put in here, Rick rude Masahiro Chono as like the best example. Um, so when I say, you know, cut the match a few minutes, the flow of the match is so much better. 
and you keep the attention of the crowd that much more because if you're just walking around and you're just in a rest hold, okay, they're in a they're they're in a rest hold. Let me pull out my phone. Let me check my phone. Check Twitter. Ooh, found something cool on Twitter. Uh, responding to that, retweeting, you know, texting mom while I'm on here. You putting too many rest spots in your match, it elongates the match. It makes it slow down. It kills your pace. There are times when it works. A lot of times it doesn't. Here, it's a lot of, I'll hit, I'll hit you with this weapon, and I'll walk and go get another weapon. And I'll use that weapon, mm-hmm. and I'll go get another weapon. And it's like back and forth, and it's not necessary. Okay? You cut this match by five by five minutes at the least. Okay? And this is probably match, match of the night for me. You know, just just too much dead air. Um, and again, this is nit nitpicky, especially when it it could have been so much better. It's a fair assessment. Um, glad to see that Seth Rollins finally hit um a Phoenix Splash. He never hits it. Um, uh, but yeah, Stephanie goes through the table on the outside. Great um, yep. Rollins hits the pedigree as he should have and gets the win just south of 26 minutes. Yes. This is the longest match on the card. Yeah, probably, probably six, seven minutes, maybe even 10 minutes too long. Yeah. Uh, we get we have Pitbull concert. Woo! It's three hundred five. Somebody get fuck. Yeah. Fucking three hundred five. Oh man. Fuck him and his Mayor, tiny sunglasses. Mayor, Mayor Miami. Get sunglasses. Get different sun sunglasses, or don't do concert at WrestleMania. One one of the two's got to go. Um, this is a good point. I was looking through. Um, I I was just looking through different articles and different um reports from Mania Thirty Three. Um, this was actually um applauded as a good move by WWE because um. It was a 26-minute match you just saw, and then before that, um, I'm sure that there were people in the crowd that were excited for the marriage proposal. But then before that, the Hardys were back. So you're kind of getting into this um, phase of maybe being over overstimulated or just exhausted, one or the other. So... Um, I guess good on Pitbull, Mr. 305. Mr. 305. Um, video package for our next matchup. It is um, Bray Wyatt defending his newly won WWE Championship against Randall Keith Orton. Because uh, why not? Um, this is... 
when Bray Wyatt actually was wor was worth a damn. This uh, is um, I still actually want to wrestle Bray Wyatt, not like I just want to do spooky story time Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, I'll ask it because I am gonna tell you now. I did not like this match. Um, no, this match was god awful. I is mean, is it a match? match? Damn it! I'd say, uh, I'd say, I'd say it's very close, but I'll say yes. I think there's enough actual yeah. wrestling in it to call it a match. You're what right. I will say is the bug projection show and the worm projection and all that. Stupid. Um. <sighs> so, which they still haven't explained, like to this to to right now to this day. Can you explain Uncle Howdy? Damn it! No, you can't. Um. So this match goes ten and a half minutes. Um. Randy hits an RKO to get the win. There's no reason at WrestleMania should a world championship match or world title match go ten go go ten minutes. There's no reason for it to. No, there isn't. If you can't if you can't get it to that point, then there's a problem with the build. You got workers in there that can't go that long. Like we're gonna look here um at the world championship match coming up in the next match and I'll better understand I'll better express it there. But here you have Randy Orton who is one of the safest workers in the ring. Okay. And typically a 20 minute match is like average for him. God damn his one with Edge was 45 minutes. Like wow was uh, it really? Um so yeah, I know it was long but ooh the one at Mania was like 36, 37, and then the greatest match of all time was like 46 minutes. <laughs> I forgot that that was the bit. I forgot about that. God damn the greatest cool. match of all time. I got I to finally look at this now. Cause is, that, is that right, huh? <laughs> uh, you sure? You sure about that, Hoss? Hmm? <laughs> Said no um, one ever. Oh, this is backlash. Oh, sorry. The greatest wrestling match ever. Holy ever. shit. 44 minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, no reason it had to be 45 minutes. Um, we did get... Um, a nice dressed ref, very professional looking. Um, oh yeah, it's oh yeah, it's um, little Nate. Um, little Nate uh, lays out the rules of the match, including no hair pulling and no low blows. Imagine it. Um, but no, this is the one where they had um, a spotlight in the middle of the ring, and it was uh, they they uh, pumped in the Fink's voice. This whole thing was the match wasn't even that good. No, 
And that's what like I I I could have been okay. Star rating now. God damn it. I could have been okay with uh, like like whatever. But then you get like maggots and worms in the ring and this and that and like yeah, you talk about this shitty show. Yeah. The hell is going on here? Twenty twenty. I guess it's the taping part. Oh, not a, not a grade. Go fucking figure. Mm. The rest of the card has a grade. Not that. Wonder why. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this is really underwhelming. Um, the whole bug thing was stupid. Um, Bray Wyatt Hal has a habit since um, kind of the more recent Mania matches he's had have been super disappointing. But yeah, this one, um, I know that, well, I'm trying to think of which, oh, 37 was the one with Orton again with the box with Alexa Bliss. And she was sitting on top and her head started bleeding black blood. And... I apparently don't remember this one. <laughs> no, it's the one where um, Alexa Bliss is sitting at ringside. She came out and it was like the Jack in the Box. Oh. And it started off night two. I lied. I do remember. Yeah, you do. Sometimes it takes a little bit of digging to you know dig up the shit. So I don't really understand why Randy Orton had to win here. Um, Bray Wyatt just won this world title at Elimination Chamber, so not even a month and a half. So leave the title on him. I mean, in hindsight, like in hindsight, yes. Yeah. You know, it's it's. I'm happy that he got to to win his belt, you know what I'm saying? Because who Lord knows when he would have been able to, you know, win them now, you know, like obviously they're not going to put it on now. So, okay, cool. Yes. Congratulations. You won your belt. But man, like just to take it right back off of him, you know, like, eh. yeah. Um, but I mean, Hey, you know, who am I to? Not me. I'm over it. Anyway, um, commercial for Total Divas still looks awful. Um, video package for Goldberg Lesnar. Now, I, having watched WrestleMania 20 live, remember the first WrestleMania match with Brock Lesnar and Gold and Goldberg. Um, it wasn't good. Um, we already knew both men were leaving. So Austin gives him a stunner and we move on with our lives. Circle the fuck back to 2017. We have a new game coming out and, oh, I wonder what it would be like to have Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Here the fuck we are, Survivor Series 2016. We finally get the matchup between Brock Lesnar 
and Goldberg, and it lasts about 90 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's when that's when Goldberg um killed, like just steamrolls Brock Brock, right? Isn't it like spear, spear. Yeah. 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 Um so we have Goldberg who won in two thousand and four. Goldberg won in two thousand sixteen. And sorry, it was uh you know the research team's just gotten back to me. One minute and twenty six seconds. Um one twenty six. Yep. And then minute not only half. yeah, and then not only that, um Goldberg eliminates Lesnar from the rumble match um in seconds. Um so the next night on Raw, Lesnar comes out. Um, challenges Goldberg to one final match at Mania. Goldberg comes out, accepts that offer, and is like, yeah, I'm also challenging Kevin Owens for the Universal title. Oh, I bet he is. <laughs> bet he um, is. So, it's going to be probably an unpopular opinion. Uh-oh. I did not hate this match. I thought it was actually one of the better ones on the card. Uh I, I need some explanation. Okay. So what are gold what are Goldberg's strengths in the ring to having a good a good match? Um none. Okay, sorry. Let me rephrase. For Goldberg to be successful in a wrestling match, what are some parameters that we have to make sure that we're not getting waterboarded by just god awful, terrible, terrible wrestling? Um, none. Keep keep it basic. Nothing too strenuous. Nothing out of the box. Keep it under five minutes. That's that's fair. Yeah. Would you say that all four of those, if you check all the boxes, that it's more than likely not going to be a dud? No, that's that's fair. That checks all the boxes here for me. This match is four minutes and 45 seconds. Goldberg hits spear, jackhammer, spear, jackhammer, spear, jackhammer. Um, and the crowd eats it up every single one and good on Lesnar. Cause he's selling his ass off once again, people saying that Brock Lesnar is difficult to work with bull fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. So for me here, because I'm also looking at this from prior Goldberg matches to where um, you try to overcomplicate the booking of the match, you make it go too long. You look here and Goldberg looks, dare I say, comfortable. No, he... And, And it's because you keep it basic, you keep it quick, get in, get out. 
don't overcomplicate it. No, you're right. These, you these have, are all... yeah. Go ahead. These, you had some these... spears in the ring. Yeah, there was a barricade spot. Um, Lesnar finally got you know the jump on him here and back in the ring. We're in, we're out. No, yeah, th- these are all things he can do. So it's, you're right. It's not like he's out there doing like uh, you know, like stuff he shouldn't be doing. But exactly, and that's all my point is here is. Is it going to be a five-star classic? No. Is it going to be a Matt classic? Absolutely not. Is Goldberg going to concuss somebody? It's quite possible. Is he going to break someone's neck because he can't do a suplex anymore? It's quite possible. Goldberg works within the parameters, and it's not bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What's it, you, Jeff Hall? Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. I just don't like... I just hate Goldberg. You know this. Always since WCW. No, and that's... Look, I, I get it. Um. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Um, shout out to the Pittsburgh Pirates um, winning yet another baseball game. Jeff hates base, baseball, so he's no dog in the fight. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so very good point because we're not Jericho guys either. But when Jericho's doing things right, like this whole festival of friendship, uh, the list, when he's doing things right, we're going to give him credit for it. You know, yeah. when he's doing things like unnecessarily, quote unquote, having to put Claudio over, you know, it, no. No, it's not good. Just like here. Um, a Goldberg match that goes longer than a handful of minutes. He gets tired. He gets fatigued easily. He's an old man. Okay? Yeah, he he's going to be tired. Yeah, he's going to be tired. Like, we can't expect much out of him. If you, if you put him in the ring longer than what he's supposed to be in there for. Is what he does... A lot of it is basic, boring, just rehash of spot after spot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What I think this match has for it, though, is that there are moments when Brock thinks he's got the jump on him, and um, this is the one that's actually on our TikTok right now. Um, Brock finally, uh, I think he hits an F5 or a German, but he gets up and he works the crowd a little bit. He goes, And then he just turns like 90 degrees and Goldberg's already up and just, just just molly wops him with a spear. Um, And then that leads to the barricade spot, um, which I actually enjoyed. Now I do think that's a spot that's overplayed and it's overdone. Yeah. Because you really should be saving it for your bigger guys or when you're trying to get something across like that way. But now, like everybody, not everybody, but now they just love doing it. They've become AEW in the sense of like, well, these people don't like each other, so now they're going to do this spot. But yeah, you know I mean, yep. So, um, like Jeff was saying, exactly that. These are two bigger guys. They should go through the barricade. 
There shouldn't be anything that holds them back. It makes sense. So when we get back in the ring and Brock's finally getting the upper hand because Goldberg's old slow ass takes forever to get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. It makes sense when he gets the jump on him. Look, people are going to shit on this match because Goldberg is Goldberg and Brock comes for a paycheck, whether you're on first or last, gets his check and flies back home. And that's fine. But this is a match that, again, checks all the boxes. And this is really close to not even being the shortest match of the night. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. If if you've never... This is a match that needs to be seen. Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he ended Bret Hart's career. We know. <laughs> He's not good, y'all. Um, but yeah. Uh oh, and the Universal titles on the line. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Brock wins. And look. Yes, Brock winning here was pretty obvious. It was spot on. Um, Lesnar's a draw, everyone. Yeah, yes, and if I go through this all the time, every time we watch him in a pay per view, Lesnar's a draw, and people can complain and say like, "Well, we're tired of seeing him." Like, and and you may be tired, but he's a draw. It's it's that simple. Hmm. So then we move on, and I really don't want to talk about this, but we're going to bring it up. It is the SmackDown Women's Championship match. It's a six-pack challenge. Okay? So we have Alexa Bliss, the current champion, defending against Naomi, Becky Lynch, Mickey James, Natalia and Carmella, whose valet at this point is James Ellsworth. This match goes just north of five minutes, and it's five minutes that I can never get back. It's god awful. Look, and I'm I really do. I don't want to I don't want to be portrayed as somebody who doesn't like women's wrestling because when it's good, I will give them credit. I just gave Bailey and Charlotte credit earlier for their portion of the Fatal 4-Way Elimination match. We talked about Charlotte and Rhea Ripley over WrestleMania weekend on night two. It should have been a five-star match, Dave. Four and three quarters makes no fucking sense. Nope. And then we look here, and there's more competitors than there are minutes to fill the match. And it's just, it's just an absolute. Uh, 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 it's there's just shit going on everywhere. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just everything going on all at one time. It's it's awful. Yeah, yeah if you ask me. Yeah. 
Um, here's the other thing. This is this is given half the time that the other women's match of the night got. Um, the other one was an elimination match. The other one um, did only have four people in it. It doesn't really matter. But you give this match less than five and a half, and you give that match 13. You're working with what you got, but... Mm. 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 Um, Are you good to move on? Because I didn't like this match. Yeah, let's do it. Good. Um, Get the attendance announcement. Nobody cares. Video package uh, with Rome Reigns and The Undertaker. JR comes out. He's with JBL. Um, then we get this. Uh, Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. No holds barred because Undertaker cannot compete in any other style of match at this point in his career. I made a very interesting um, comment last week on our retro review of WrestleMania 29 that the match with Taker and CM Punk was the last great match within the streak. Um, after watching this match, after coming out of that retro review, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Look, now we all... No, or if you've gotten this far into the review, um, we already know that Taker was not coming into this in the best shape, um, was pretty beat up at this point in his career. So we're getting what we get. And what we get is Undertaker not being able to keep up with Roman Roman not being able to lead like he should be leading Taker. And when you flip a pancake and you're flipping with two different spatulas, it's tough to flip. Or instead of having two different ones, you could get two of the same, chuck the other one because you're both on the same page. You're both on the same spatula. Flip the motherfucker over, and it's a fine match. This had no chemistry, and all it had was, this is my yard now. Yeah, it's so, we've talked about this before. It's so weird going back, looking at Roman, like he was like a complete, like just, you can't stand the motherfucker. You know, it's, it's just, a, it just should have let him be himself, how what he is now this whole time, but. That's bad. And then Taker is not great. So you compound all of that on top of each other and you don't get a good pay-per-view. I mean, you mean you, you don't get a good main event. And should this have really been the main event? I guess my next thing, like, should it have been? It's tough because what do you put in that spot? Uh, not that. I don't care what it is. Not that. You think about it, and it's tough to n- not put it in that spot after we've already built for it. Um, once you look at everything else, it's not going to be Orton and Wyatt for the WWE title. No, we maybe, know that. Maybe, 
I mean, not really, but Brock and Goldberg for the Universal title. Um, you know what could have went on last? KO and Jericho for the Universal title. It could have been, yeah. Yeah. Much as, like, yeah, much as, in hindsight, looking at the whole complete card, I mean, yeah. And look, I know Undertaker's hurt. You knew he was taking the L when you saw Michelle McCool and his kids at ringside. I honestly thought she was going to get involved, but it didn't happen. But this is plotting. It's slow. Um, there were multiple botches within this match. Not even close to being clean. <sighs> I don't know what else there is to say. Like, Taker takes the shots and he gets up, and then essentially him getting up is the transition move to the next. It's it's just frustrating because. If this was even a halfway decent main main event, this pay-per-view would be fine. But it's yeah. not. Yeah, you, you got to have... If you're on the end of WrestleMania, if you're, if you're in the main event, you got to have something. It's got to be personal shit. It's got to be a reason someone needs to get motherfucked. It's got to be a reason you want to see somebody beat up somebody else. And this had none of that. It was nope. like a match, you know. Really, it's 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 tough to get through at times because it's just um, Romans hitting spears and Superman punches, and it's like God, just end it. Yep. But no, this will continue, and it does continue. Undertaker doesn't retire even he puts his gear in the ring and does not retire. Let's point that out. Um, and then Roman Reigns wouldn't even turn heel until a couple years later. So it's it still crybaby Roman for a while. Yeah. Yep. No one cares about. No. And this match goes 23 minutes and probably cut half of it. I think. It's Roman tries his best. That's that's a positive portion of this. Everything else is negative. Undertaker admits he didn't like the way this match was. If he doesn't like it, then why do we have to talk about it? Yeah. <sighs> well, there was that. <laughs> WrestleMania 33 is in the books. All uh, folks. It, yeah. Um, overall lasting thought here of WrestleMania 33. Um, I think it goes to show you that I think that 
these things are so long that sometimes they can start really good and then other t and but there's they're so long that it there can be time where you know where this thing can get knocked out the park or it can be a dud hmm. you can almost have a, ta a tale of two shows you know yeah wasn't great it was just all right unfortunately mm -hmm. could have been a lot better but don't worry i think you'll agree with me it's time for change jeff it's time uh, for change so no. everybody gets your hulk hogan shirts that say change on it his his red and yellow face right on the middle we're going back to tna yeah we're going to lockdown back to tna that that cod keeps telling me that it's good somehow i've never once said that tna 2010 was good i will go on a record for that one questionable now but look tna 2010 is a dumpster fire we all know it <sighs> no no all of us don't all of us are living for the first time. Oh well, yeah. that's well, that's well, that's good. That's good. You all get to enjoy it. So, this is the fourth stage in our TNA 2010s saga. Here, we will once again welcome back Travis Lasseter to the pod, uh, so we can talk about this thing. That definitely happened. Hmm. Um. Do you want to take a guess at, and this is if you remember, um, all right, so you know who the world champion is at this point? Um, no idea. 2010, you said? Well, 2010, and we just did uh, Destination X last month. So AJ? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's, yeah. do he's doing his flare gimmick, right? Yep. Do you remember who his opponent is? From the from the show that we did, yep. You want a hint? No, just give it to me. Uh, well, he won the eight card stud tournament. That was fucking Pope. Yeah, the Pope. <laughs> What's worse, that or that he was like over? Yeah, both. Anyway, Jeff, where can they find you on the Twitter machine? Where? Um, Jeff M. Hall 1. Nice. Uh, check us out on the Twitter machine and all socials, WPPod1. Uh, we are wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio. Uh, so if you do listen to that, we're on that as well. Any direct links, you can head on over to our website. That is on our Twitter page. Uh, click on the link. All of our other links are on there so that all you have to do is subscribe to the website. It's completely free. It gets notifications whenever new things are posted. Um, and that way you have a one-stop shop for all of your wrestling purist links. Um, it's my it's my best creation yet. Mm, look at there. Yeah, that might be over over overstepping. I'll have to check with the uh, research team over here and see what they come up with. Um, but until then, um, guys go over and show, um, our boys, um, 
over there at the new era, that'd be Benjamin Sheeran and um, England's greatest export. Uh, that would be Mr. Oliver Gunner. Go show them some love. Uh, please, dear friends of the show, um, just want to know that we are thinking about them and that everything is good. And just like the new era is fine, um, everything else will be fine. Um, so until next time, um, same wrestling time, same purest channel. Mm, look up here. I know, right? Look at that shit. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. WP Pod One everywhere, and we will talk to you next time on our next retro review.